Welcome to Tech Talk for Teachers. I'm your host, Paul Beckerman. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. What's in the toolkit? What? What is in the toolkit? What's in the toolkit? Check it out. The topic of today's episode is online reference materials. As an English teacher, I always had a set of dictionaries and a few thesauruses in the back of my English classroom. When I became a library media specialist, I had a whole section of my library devoted to reference books. Everything from encyclopedias to volumes specializing on history or literature or whatever specialty the subject area teachers in my building needed to support their students. These resources were critical tools for helping students refine their word use, write better, understand basic concepts before beginning larger research projects, and verifying facts in a world that seems increasingly filled with misleading information. With the flood of information facing us today, I'd argue that reliable reference resources are more important now than ever before. This is a place where technology can and really has helped us out. Nearly all of our most popular reference resources have been digitized and are accessible online, and many of them are offered free of charge. In fact, that large reference section I once had in my library space is gone now. Everything is online. While the pandemic has been very challenging, one of its silver linings has been that it has put classroom devices in the hands of nearly all of our students. Those laptops, Chromebooks, iPads, and smartphones have given students instant access to the entire reference library that was once only accessible by walking into my library. I can't tell you how exciting that is for me to think about it, that every student can have instant access to their own personal reference library, no matter where they are. Now, it's our job to make sure students take advantage of this amazing access to information. They need to know what's available, as well as when and how to access those resources. What are some cool tech tools I can use? Two tips! Instructional technology. Let's begin by looking at some reference materials that are available online. Since there are way too many to list, I'll list five of my favorites to get you started. Number one, the dictionary and thesaurus. This is the most common reference tool available online. Some of my favorites include Dictionary.com, Cambridge Dictionary, Collins Online Dictionary, and Merriam-Webster. In many cases, these sites also include features like interactive games and visual analysis tools. Number two, encyclopedias. If you're looking for a quick one-stop shop, try Encyclopedia.com. By using this site, you're actually searching over 200 individual encyclopedias and reference books. Content is provided by trusted sources like Oxford University Press and Columbia Encyclopedia. Number three, fact books. If you're looking for basic information about people, places, cultures, histories, or geography, be sure to check out the World Factbook. This resource provides basic information about 266 countries and world entities. It's produced by the United States CIA. It's easy to use and full of rich content. Number four, maps. There are many map-related sites available online, and it can be hard to choose one. I'd suggest beginning with the National Geographic's Map Maker. It includes a wide variety of maps, and not only can you view them, but you can also build your own custom maps and annotate them with the site. It's really well done. Number five, translators. These tools do what you'd expect. They translate words from one language to another. 
Google Translate's a very popular one and provides three ways to get a translation. By copying text into the online text box, by uploading a document, or by entering a web URL, which allows you to translate an entire website. IM Translator is another great option, and this one integrates the translation services into your online web browser. If you want a bonus tool, here's number six. In your Google search engine, you can simply type the word define, then put a colon, and then a word you'd like to look up. Then just click enter and you'll get definitions, parts of speech, translations, all powered by Google and Oxford languages. Now, there are way too many online reference sites and tools available to list in this short podcast. You'll want to explore and curate a list of the ones that will be most useful to you and your students. All that being said, these resources are worthless if students don't actually use them. Here are three ideas for how you can increase the odds that students actually utilize these resources. How do I use, how do I use the Integration inspiration. Integration ideas. Number one, raise awareness. This might seem obvious, but if students don't know about a resource, they won't use it. Don't assume they already know. Survey the class and then be intentional about teaching the tools that they still need to learn. This awareness includes pointing out the different types of reference materials that are available, what they're used for, and how to access them. Along these lines, if your resource has a reference tool integrated into it, be sure to point it out. These are simple to use, and students don't even need to leave their materials to use them. Number two, promote meaningful use. In addition to knowing about a reference tool, students need to know why and how the tool should be used. If students don't understand why they're using something, they'll quickly ignore it and put it out of mind. To make it relevant, I'd suggest introducing a new reference tool where it directly supports new learning, and then requiring students to use it in a meaningful learning context. Don't force-fit it, but introduce it when students will see why it's important and beneficial. If it gives them value-added experience right away, they're more likely to come back to it in the future. And number three, facilitate ease of access. Let's face it, if it's not quick and easy, students will likely not use it. If you can compile a list of the best reference resources and post them in a convenient, easy-to-access location, you will greatly increase the odds that students will use them. My favorite strategy is to create a page in my learning management system and then link it at the top of the home page. Another approach is to put the list in an online document like a Google Doc or a 365 Doc and then have students bookmark it on their browser bar. Both of these approaches keep the list in view and make it convenient to click. Taken all together, these three tips remind us that if students know about a tool, believe it will help them, and know how to easily find it, there's a really good chance that they will use it. To learn more about today's topic and explore other free resources, visit avidopenaccess.org. Be sure to join Rena, Winston, and me every Wednesday for our full-length podcast, Unpacking Education, where we're joined by exceptional guests and explore education topics that are important to you. Thanks for listening, take care, and thanks for all you do. You make a difference.